Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Under God and together we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. And we will make America great again. Well, welcome to Praying for America. Pro-Life Leader Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. We value you. We value your time with us here. And brothers and sisters, we've been talking about the fact that the battle raging in this nation is satanic. It's demonic. So many of you have been saying that. So many of our fellow citizens have been saying that. So we decided to take a couple of episodes where we would help ourselves to get our thinking straight about the devil and his activity in the world using, of course, the Word of God to guide us in that way. We did one episode already recently whereby we looked at the fact that the devil is real uh, and we examined the fact that uh, he is out to devour us. He is a deceiver. We're going to continue uh, today to talk about this and also about how we resist him. And uh, we're going to go into the word right here and into prayer. Uh, but let me say right at the outset, you know, a lot of times we get into enough trouble all on our own. The devil can just sit back, watch us and laugh. But uh, he is active. He is seeking after us. But don't see the devil behind every corner and don't blame the devil uh, for every bad thing that happens as a way of escaping personal responsibility where you might have caused the problem yourself. We all have to remind ourselves of this once in a while. But uh, so we got to have a balance here between the fact that, yes, he is real. Yes, he is active. Yes, he does cause trouble. For the human family. Uh, yes, he is at the source of the evils that are going on, but that's not the same thing as, oh, the devil made me do it, all right, or see the, seeing the devil behind every corner. Let's have the right balance there. Uh, but let's go to the Word because we are in a fight against the principalities and powers, and often I hear many of you quoting that, you know, this battle is not just against flesh and blood. Let's read the, the, the passage where that comes from, which also talks to us about the, the tools that we have to fight against this deceiver and hater of the human family. Ephesians chapter 6, starting in verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as a shoe for your, shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, with, by which you can distinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, 
which is the Word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit, with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints, and also for me, that words may be given me in opening my mouth to boldly proclaim the, gospel, the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. Let us pray. Father, we are here to pray for America because we know we face a battle that is not merely cultural, not merely political, but rather is a spiritual battle manifesting itself as political and cultural. Lord God, we know the reality of the devil. Give us grace to resist him. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the armor that, with which you equip us, the sword of the Spirit, which is your word the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation. Lord God, you have given us all these tools and more because we are faithful followers of your Son. We are sinners, but every day we take up this armor of God and we fight. Lord God, enable us to see the spiritual nature of this battle and enable us to fight, to speak boldly, not to speak timidly, not to be silent, but to speak boldly your truth against the lies of the devil, the lies, Lord God, that would be used against political opponents, the lies that would be used against the sanctity of life, the lies that would be used against the very difference between a man and a woman, the reality of marriage and the sanctity of the family, the freedom and the history of America. Lord, save us from the lies that are destroying this nation in as much as people believe them and free us in the truth. We pray through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Let me go right away to John chapter 8 because you, you, I referred to this passage in our previous uh, program about the devil's influence, but we didn't go here and quote directly. Jesus is talking about, um, well, he's having an argument here with some of the Jews who did not, uh, did not believe in him. And uh, he has some very harsh words for them. Listen this, to this, John 8, 44. He says to them, you are of your father, the devil. Now his problem with them is that they're claiming to be religious. They're claiming to be descendants of Abraham. But they're trying to kill him. This is, this is as the storm clouds of the crucifixion are gathering and they're opposing Jesus. They're trying to stone him. They're trying to kill him. And he says, you're children of Abraham? Abraham would never do these things. So, so, so he goes on to say, you are of your father the devil and your will is to do your father's desires. Now he starts speaking about the devil. Listen to this. He was a murderer from the beginning and has nothing to do with the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. But because I tell you the truth, 
you do not believe me. Okay. Well, all of us know what's going on. Isn't it uh, in, in America, the things that are threatening America, isn't it a pack of lies? Look at the hoaxes launched against President Trump. The Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. The, Russia, the impeachment hoax, number one. Hoax, number two. All the hoaxes now that are being put forward in the, in the form of 91 charges in four indictments. It's a hoax. It's a lie. Because as we've detailed on this program and as many other commentators have detailed and continue to do so day by day with extraordinary skill, there is no law here being broken by President Trump or by any of the good people that are being indicted along with him, like my friend Jenna Ellis, like Rudy Giuliani, and many, many others, Mark Meadows. I know these people. Many of you do as well. It's like, what? there's no crime that was committed. People are being punished for their freedom of speech. Mark Houck, whom I was with recently, the pro-life uh, activist from Philadelphia, whose home the FBI raided in an early morning raid with guns drawn in the presence of his wife and his children. What is this? It's all lies. The 1619 Project, trying to rewrite the history of our country and imposing on our children in schools the lie that our country didn't start in 1776, started in 1619 with the imposition of uh, all this evil. Oh, we were, we were birthed in evil. Yeah, right. How about the lie that the border is secure and the economy is great and the withdrawal from Afghanistan was successful? The Democrats try to take the, the horrors of their failures and turn them into successes. They live in lies. Biden is a liar. He's a corrupt liar about everything. Lying about his son Hunter, and Hunter lies too. How about the lie that a man is not a man, or a woman is not a woman, or you can change from one to another? No, you can't. How about the lie that a baby is not a baby? The child in the womb is not a human being worthy of protection. That's a lie. And yet these Democrats, oh boy, they jump into it hook, line, and sinker, and they want us to as well. The devil is the father of lies. And these lies are plaguing America. We read from Revelation 12, the devil is called the deceiver of the whole world. Now the fundamental deception that he makes is that Christ is not the Son of God. And a deeper fundamental deception that God himself is not real. And this is part of what this whole woke culture is about, that there is no such thing as a law of God. Of course, our Declaration of Independence talks about the laws of nature and of nature's God. But the lie of the devil plaguing America now is that there is no law of God. There is no law of nature. I want to talk a little bit more about this deceit. Uh, because in Genesis chapter 3, we see the temptation of our first parents. You know, the devil has been, as we saw last time, hurled to the earth. He talks to them. Uh, we read this last time. And he says, um, you may not eat from the tree in the middle of the garden. Now, the devil says, oh, you will not die. But God says, you'll die if you eat of that tree. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. I want to delve into that for a moment. Aren't we supposed to know the difference between good and evil? Isn't that part of the 
uh, the belt of truth that we're supposed to wear. Of course, it is a truth that God gives us that we, by which we distinguish what is good from what is bad. So the idea is not that we're not supposed to know the truth. The idea is, not, is that we're not supposed to think we're the source of that truth. God reveals his truth and his truth is based on him, based on his nature. To eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is to think that you decide the difference between good and evil. And we hear this most commonly in the, you know, pro-choice mindset. Well, what's, what's right for me is right for me. Right, right for you is right for you. But if it's my choice that this is not a baby and I'm going to abort this baby, that's fine with me. I'm choosing the right thing, not because the thing is good, but because I'm choosing. This is the lie. This is a fundamental lie of the devil. And it is reflected when the prophet Isaiah berates the king of Babylon. This is chapter 14 of Isaiah. For his pride and arrogance. You know, this is the fundamental lie. Let me read from Isaiah 14, starting with verse 12. Again, this is the prophet denouncing the king. How you have fallen from the heavens, O Lucifer. Satan, the devil, the deceiver of the whole world. He's calling the king of Babylon Lucifer. Why? He goes on to tell him why. How you are cut down to the ground, you who laid the nations low. Because you said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven above the stars of God. I will set my throne on high. I will sit on the mount of assembly in the far reaches of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. There's the lie that we can exalt ourselves to be like God. What did the devil say back there in Genesis 3? You will be like God. What did, in the war, when the war broke out in heaven in Revelation 12, like we read last time, what was the name of the one who was leading the faithful angels who did not rebel? The devil was an angel who did rebel and became the deceiver of the whole world. The name of the one who led the forces who were faithful was Michael. That's a Hebrew word that means who is like God. Who can be like God? Jesus gives us the truth that counteracts this. Who can be like God? We exalt ourselves. The lies being imposed on America right now that are destroying America. That is that we just all write our own code of ethics. And we don't enforce anything that's good and true. Look at the, the, the breakdown of law and order in the Democrat-run cities. Look at the breakdown at the border. It's like those who are in power can do whatever they want. Philippians. Philippians chapter 2 gives us the solution to this. Because as Isaiah revealed the thinking of the evil one, the lie that we can exalt ourselves and be like God, Paul reveals the thinking of the Holy One. And this is the truth that is at the core of saving America, restoring morality, restoring law and order, restoring the sanctity of life, restoring religious freedom, 
Restoring prosperity, listen, Christ's example, Philippians 2, though he was in the form of God, Jesus did not deem equality with God something to be grasped. Rather, he emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself, obediently accepting even death, death on a cross. Therefore, God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name above every other name, so that at Jesus' name, every knee shall bow in the heavens, on the earth, and under the earth, and every tongue proclaim to the glory of God the Father, Jesus Christ is Lord. You want to know a politician who's going to do good for America, along with embracing the right policies, does he or she declare that Jesus is Lord? President Trump declares that. He makes it clear he's not the savior of this country. Remember, at Christmas time, he spoke at Pastor Robert Jeffries Church. We've had Pastor Jeffries on this program. And President Trump said, I'm not the savior. There's someone way higher than, than I am, Jesus Christ. Of course, it's not up to us to exalt ourselves. Here's another lie that the devil tries to impose on America to keep our greatest president from becoming president again. And that is, oh, well, it's a cult of personality. It's a cult of idolatry. People accuse me. They'll accuse you. Oh, it's a cult for President Trump. He's a dictator. He's narcissistic. Brothers and sisters, he's pointing us to the form of government where we have the power, not him. He keeps saying that we are going to become the 47th president, not him. He keeps talking to us about a transfer of power. He said this in his inaugural address from Washington to you and we, the people. That's what he's about. He said, this is not my campaign. This is our movement. It's a movement of freedom. It's a movement of humility in the sense that we recognize, along with our founders, our dependence on God. The fundamental lie of the devil is that we can be independent of God. The fundamental truth of Jesus Christ, on which this country was founded, is that we are free because we are dependent on God. Let's go on. How do we battle against this devil? We already read, um, well, first of all, what we just read tells us we, 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 do, we do what Jesus did. We humble ourselves. We accept his truth. We carry our cross. We observe the moral law, not as something of our own making and not as something from which we can exempt ourselves like the Democrats think we can do. Secondly, we arm ourselves with the full armor of God, everything that uh, Paul said to the Ephesians, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, etc. But then let's look at a couple of other passages that talk to us about and should inspire us with confidence in this battle against the devil. He can be resisted. First of all, Peter says in his first letter, as we read last time, resist him, solid in your faith, resist him. By the solidity of our faith, we are able to resist the devil. His power is limited. This we have to understand. He's real. His power is real. He can do real damage. He can really deceive us, but his power is limited. Why? Well, let's go to Romans 8.38 as one example. 
Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or the sword? For as it is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Listen, we take refuge in Christ Jesus. We don't presume to battle the devil by ourselves. This is a demonic battle, but never think it's you against the devil. No, it's you in Christ. Christ has already conquered the devil. It's you in Christ. And then we're going to look at a couple of other passages that confirm this. And the love of Christ conquers everything. The love of Christ is victorious. We can rest and take consolation and take refuge there. That's where we must take refuge as a nation, not just as individuals, as families, as churches. Paul writes to the Colossians, chapter 2, starting in verse 13, You were dead in your transgressions and the uncircumcision of your flesh, but God made us alive together with Him, having forgiven us all our trespasses. By canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands, this He set aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in Him. The rulers, the principalities that Paul refers to in Romans, he refers to in here Colossians, include the devil and his, his angels, the demons, the demons whom Jesus cast out. In passage after passage through the Gospels, Jesus is casting out demons, and he's giving his apostles the authority to cast out demons. But remember, you got to do it in the name of Jesus. It's always in the name of Jesus. That's why you know, it's better to say, Lord, Lord Jesus, cast away the demons, than to even presume, uh, to, to, we never presume to do the battle against the demons ourselves, as I already said. You remember the story in the Acts of the Apostles of the seven sons of Shiva, who they saw Paul casting out devils, and they thought they could just do it themselves, even though they weren't in Christ. So they said, in the name of the Jesus that Paul preaches, come out of the man. And the devil, the demons turned on them and said, Jesus, I acknowledge. Paul, I know. But who are you? And then they, they went to attack them. we got to be careful here. But in Jesus Christ, yes, we have the power. Let's look at Luke 10. And, and this, this reflects what I was just saying. Luke 10, starting with verse 17, we read, the 72, whom Jesus had sent out to preach the gospel, returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And Jesus said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. You know how fast lightning strikes from the sky, if you've ever seen the direct, the direct hit of a lightning bolt. I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. No harm will come to you. He's not just talking about us as individuals. We can claim this for the nation. 
We pray for America. That means we pray for freedom from demonic influence. From the lies of the devil, from the murderous acts of the devil, he wants to kill us. He wants to kill us. And this is directly connected with the policies of the left. Open borders means what? It means the influx of fentanyl into our country. President Trump had the most secure, gave us the most secure border, and he also did what to the gangs? Remember the stories he tells about the MS-13 gangs and the nests that he sent the agents into to break them up? What did he do with these, these murderous gangs? He cast them out of our country. The devil is a murderer. He rejoices in policies that bring in deadly drugs, that bring in terrorists, that bring in deadly gangs. He rejoices in the chaos, in the lack of law and order, in defunding of the police. Finally, again in Luke's Gospel, we look at the temptation that, 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 that the devil, in his arrogance, think, imagine the arrogance of this. You're, you're approaching God himself in the flesh and trying to tempt him to sin. First of all, God cannot sin. God is incapable of being unfaithful to himself. But the devil doesn't care. He's so arrogant. And look what he appeals to, because it's the same thing that we see in some of these attacks on America. He appeals, first of all, to his hunger. The devil said to him, if you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. And Jesus said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. How many times do those on the left promise us things in exchange for compromising our conscience? We'll give you aid, but you can't, you can't proclaim the faith when you're uh, in your public life, or you can't you know, do, follow out the faith in, in, your, in your conscience, but we'll give you, we'll give you things. Look, look, at, look at Biden trying to forgive student loan unconstitutionally, because he doesn't have that authority. Oh, we'll give you bread, we'll give you bread. Command these stones to turn into bread. And meanwhile, they're attacking our faith. And the devil took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and said to him, To you I will give all this authority and their glory, for it has been delivered to me and I give it to whom I will. If you will worship me, it will all be yours. And Jesus said, You shall worship the Lord your God and only him shall you serve. These are the words. We live by bread alone. We put the kingdom of God first. We serve God alone. We're not looking for earthly power. Because what the left tries to do is to fill us with the illusion of power. You will be like gods. You can do what you want. You can even become a different gender if you want. He tempts us with the lust of power because that's what they want. See, he, he has so inspired the left with this lust for power, and they've fallen for this temptation. We haven't, and we save America by repeating the words of Jesus, we shall worship the Lord alone. That's why I love the way President Trump puts it in his rally speeches, that we worship God, not government. The left worships government. And the, Satan has inspired them with this lust for power. Look at what they do. 
They trample the Constitution, they ignore the will of the people, they put in activist judges, they claim executive powers that they don't have, and then, and this is, this is clearly a sign of the devil, whom Paul says elsewhere masquerades as an angel of light, they take the same things they're doing, lusting for power, breaking the Constitution, taking executive actions that they have no authority to take, and they project that onto President Trump and the MAGA movement. And they say, we're trying to break the Constitution, violate it, and amass power. We're not trying to amass power. We're trying to give power to the people. They, on the left, are a threat to democracy. They're a threat to this republic. And they turn around and they say the MAGA movement is a threat to the republic. That's demonic. That's the lie of Satan. Again, friends, look, let's sum it up. The devil is real. He has real power. And he hates you and he wants to destroy you and destroy everything you cherish, including this country. But his power is limited. Christ Jesus has, has, has achieved victory over the devil through the blood of his cross, but hasn't annihilated him. He is still real and he still has influence but we are protected in Christ Jesus and we can resist the devil firm in our faith and again wearing the full armor of God so that's the state of things the devil is not behind every corner he's not responsible for every action of evil that, that you do again sometimes he sits back and he can laugh and watches as he watches us mess things up all on our own so don't blame everything on him, but don't discount his, his evil actions either. That's where we stand. Yes, these political divisions, yes, these cultural battles are manifestations of a deeper spiritual battle. And yes, what the other side is doing is demonic. And it doesn't matter if they tell us, oh, I don't worship the devil, or I don't even believe in the devil. The devil doesn't care about that. If they're doing his work, that's all he cares about. If they're messing things up, if they're just pulling babies apart in the womb, if they're breaking our country, the devil doesn't care if they say they believe in him or not. It doesn't matter. They're still doing works inspired by him because he's a liar, the father of lies, and a murderer from the beginning. Let's turn to God and let us pray. Jesus, once again, we take refuge in you. Rebuke the devil. Expel the demons from our land. Expel the demons from those who are so, so influenced by them that they don't even realize it, but they're filled with hatred. Hatred, O oh God, of you. Hatred of human life. Hatred of freedom. Hatred of family, of marriage, of everything that your law stands for and that your gospel teaches us to cherish. Lord God, free us, free us, free us now as you freed so many who were possessed by demons. Free our nation from those who are still possessed today. Free our nation from the deceit that the devil brings even to the very best of people. He tries to deceive us all. We seek protection only in you, Lord Jesus. And we know that you are Lord in this nation and throughout the world. Lord, we pray for the needs of 
all our brothers and sisters joined with us uh, at this moment. And we ask that you give provision where provision is lacking, that you give consolation where it is needed in sorrow, that you give guidance in doubt, and that you give us the grace to acknowledge you, you as the source of all our success and all our, our victory. We pray now in the mighty words that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Friends, it is a joy to be with you on Praying for America. Connect with me on social media at FR Frank Pavone. That's FR Frank Pavone on all the major platforms. Get active in these elections. Get involved at the precinct level. Go to the office of the your local uh, party and, and, and uh, candidates and and let's get let's get things working from now. This is consider this election time now, and uh, and let's win for our country. Uh, the devil certainly does not want us to win. God bless you, and we will talk to you soon. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.